The new Grad Physio podcast is hosted by Andy Barker, consultant MSK and sports physiotherapist, private practice owner and the founder of the new Grad Physio. Having experienced his own rapid rise from student to dream job just 15 months after graduating, Andy knows exactly what it takes to accelerate your skills and fly up the promotion ladder faster than you ever thought possible. Having previously worked in his dream role at the Leeds Rhinos as the head of physio and rehab, Andy now consults with a number of individual elite athletes and within professional rugby, football and dance whilst running his own group of private practice clinics. He started the new grad physio to help student and new grad therapists just like you overcome the specific challenges you face at the start of your therapy career, helping you to dodge the common pitfalls that can cause confusion and overwhelm with your clinical practice and stop you getting the patient results and the jobs or promotions you deserve. This podcast will deliver you actionable advice, will help you make sense of your patient assessments, reason your treatments and patient rehab to get results well beyond your level of experience. You will also discover what you need to do to open doors, to create opportunities for yourself, so you can enjoy the best possible start to life as a new grad physio. So, let's get started. It could be your first job after graduating or your next job that you're applying for, but making sure you pick the right job and you're taking the right career path can be can be pretty tough, especially when you're first starting out. So. The big thing you don't want to do is waste the first few years of your career trying to figure this out and particularly doing jobs and roles that you don't enjoy and just importantly as that, maybe a job or a role that offers very little progression towards your ultimate dream job. So what I want to cover in this special podcast episode is five questions you need to ask yourself to find out if your next job is the right one for you because not all jobs are going to give you the same experiences and skills and not all jobs are going to help you progress. What might be a great job for one therapist could be the complete worst job for another. It could be the same job, giving you the same, I guess, experience, giving you the same skills, but it might be taking you off in a completely different career trajectory than, than someone else. And again, if that's not where you want to go, you know, in three, five, ten years time, then it could be completely the wrong job for you. Again, one employer you won't work for, you know, one clinic, one department, one organization might be really supportive of you, your development, your CPD, whereas another might not help you out at all. So it's really important that before you even get to the point of applying for jobs and going to interviews, that you actually do some research to find out that any new role that you may take on is actually going to be the the right one for you. And then when you're actually in the interview room, if you get to that stage, then there are some important questions that you need to be asking, need to get the answers to before you, you know, agree to accept any job role. So these five questions I'm going to go through in the podcast episode, some are questions that you need to ask yourself some might require you to do a bit of bit of work and a bit of research and the others might be the sort of questions that you need to be asking your potential employer at the actual interview in the interview room. So here they are. Number one, is this a role I actually want to do? So it, it really surprises me um, 
like all of all the years that I've helped support mentored students and new grads but particularly new grads is so many therapists are doing jobs they don't actually enjoy so that might be doing rotations in the NHS doing you know respiratory neuro doing different areas that they don't enjoy doing they don't didn't enjoy them as a student and they equally probably less so enjoy them as a qualified therapist they want to work in one area but they're working in a completely different area, rotating around. It might be a therapist working in, you know, private practice, and they might be doing skills that, you know, parts of the job that they don't enjoy. Maybe it's a sports therapist, and all you're doing is working in the clinic, doing massage. You do no assessments, you do no rehab, and that's not what you want to do. You no, know, you went to to uni to do that degree to be able to assess, to treat and also to rehab the patients or the athletes that you work with. You know, every role as say as a physio is not the same. It's very, very different working in the NHS, working in the private sector or working in sport. So if you're not doing a role that you actually enjoy, bear in mind you spend so much time at work, you know, during the during the week you know, the bulk of our time you know if you're doing a, a 40 hour week it's, it's a long time it's near enough a quarter of your actual week and given that you spend probably half you know some of you up to half your day asleep you know it's it's a long long time you know a lot of um, time you're putting into you know, what you do where you go you know commuting to and from work and all the additional stuff that goes with you know um, a day day at work you need to be enjoying what you're doing. That's, you know, ultimately you went to university to get a degree, to do a specific job, to pursue a specific career. And if you're not enjoying what you're doing, then it's a big shame. So if you're not doing something you enjoy, it's probably time to think about, you know, is this actually a role that you actually want to do? If you're looking at actually applying for a role, Again, ask yourself the same question. Is this a job that I'm actually going to enjoy? Do I actually want to do this job or not? Because if you're just getting a job just to earn some cash, then you might be off, might be better off going working in a bar or a supermarket or being a lifeguard or whatever else it, you know, whatever else it is you could do just to earn some cash uh, and actually put t- the time and effort to actually attain a role that you actually want to do. Or at the very least, if you are going to take on a role are you going to improve in what you do? Are you going to gain better clinical skills? Are you going to you know, be better communicating with patients? Are you going to learn certain things that are actually going to help you progress to your next job, to which might be the job that you really want? So again, don't just think about a role in as a physio, sports therapist, etc. as just being, you know, you getting experience because, you know, ultimately... If you're not enjoying what you're doing, and again, if that experience is in the wrong area, then it's not gonna be helping you out. So again, is this a role you actually want to do? That's a big question you need to ask yourself. Number two, is this a job? You know, sorry, is this the right job for me right now? So it can be pretty easy when you first graduate to easily become sort of panicked and stressed out, particularly when maybe you see other members of your um, study cohort, securing jobs, getting, you know, seemingly doing well, progressing, you know, everyone's sharing their, their best best life on uh, social media out there. So again, it can be hard to not compare yourself to, to your peers uh, and where they are at the same, I guess, the same stage of, of their career. But 
the thing you need to remember is it's your career and you can forge it completely how you want to. You don't need to be a sheep. You don't need to follow everyone else. You should never compare yourself to other people. And that's regardless of whether you want to work in private practice, the NHS or sport. Maybe you want to travel. Maybe you want to go and work overseas. Maybe you want to work for yourself. Again, worry less about other people and what they're doing and let them worry about their own careers and spend your time effort and energy and actually progressing your own career so you know you you might not be applying for and getting your dream job straight from university that's you know for the 99% of of people the therapist you, that's not going to happen you're not going to maybe walk into that sports club or clinic or that NHS role that you that you really really want but you should be progressing towards that dream job so again if you're taking on a role that is not progressing you in some way shape or form towards your dream job then i questioned why you're doing it on again a really a really important point as well equally you might not just be ready for that role right yet so again is this job the right one for you you know right now maybe not maybe you're just not ready for it i've seen so many new therapists that have drowned and been swallowed up by the pressure and expectation of jobs that probably at the time for them were too big. This is being in the NHS, in private practice, and I've seen a lot of examples of this in sport. So whilst you might think this particular role is the best role for you right now, it might not be. Uh, sport's a great example of this where a lot of new grad roles, you can get um, a great role in sport as a new grad working as a, for example, a head of an academy at a sports club. But what you may often find, whilst the title's great, you know, you might be getting, you know, all right pay for doing it. It's your first job out of university. But the amount of support you actually get is next to none. You know, so many of these therapists are ahead of academy at a football club or rugby club, but they get zero support. So they're in in a club in the afternoons, evenings, where all the first teams, you know, staff have, have been and gone. They get, you know, no help, no support, no mentorship. And whilst they've got a great title, they've got, you know, access to players, they struggle because they just don't have the help and support around them. So again, maybe there is a better role for you right now, which might not necessarily be your dream role post-graduation. It might have less pressure, less expectations, and might actually help you progress, but give you some time as well to work on those areas that you're lacking in to update your, your knowledge base, your clinical skills. So when that opportunity does come up, you are ready, you're waiting, you're confident in yourself, your skills, that you can actually deliver and actually do that job well. And then when you actually get into that job, you do it well. Usually when you do things well, you enjoy what you're doing rather than you're actually be, being feeling like you're, you're being crushed, I guess, under the weight of expectation and the pressure of that role. Number three, what would progress in the organisation look like? So again, you know this already, you don't just want a job. If you want a job just somewhere where you go, you earn some pay, you want to enjoy what you're doing, but you also want somewhere to, to go work where you feel um, valued, where you get rewarded for when you do well. So by reward, I might mean progression within the company, whether that's the clinic, whether that's the club, 
whether that's you know an NHS trust so you do well and you can get a static post in an area that you like, maybe move from a band five to a band six, might mean more pay, more responsibilities, you know, learn new skills, you know, you might then take charge of actually looking after junior staff yourself, teaching, whatever it may be. You don't want to take on a role that is going nowhere. So again, you maybe went to, to university study sports therapy, sports rehab, but then now you're working in the clinic just doing massage. That's not what you went to university to do. If it was, then you've made a massive mistake because what you could have done is gone and done a £600 sports massage weekend course and not spent three years slogging your guts out of university, racking up fifty to £60,000, £70,000 worth of debt for the privilege of, of doing so. So again, if there's no progression within the organisation, the job role, the company that you're working at, the environment you're working, then you're maybe not going to progress. So again, that's something to ask yourself, you know, if there is no progress within the organisation that you're going to work in, then again, is it going to be the best job, you know, for you? Maybe not. Number four, who will I be working with? So you spend so much time of your working, your actual week actually at work, it is always good to know who you're going to be working with because unfortunately not all organizations and not all people are as supportive of you as a new grad as as others so again before you even think about applying for a role try and do your research on the clinic sports club department so you can actually try and find out the type of people that you that you may work with or at the very least try and get a an idea of the actual people you might be working with in the interview itself. You know, depending on where you're applying for, the people actually interviewing you might might not actually be the people that you're working with, you know, day in, day out on a ward, in the MSK, MSK outpatients department, in the clinic, in the actual sports club. So again, it's all well and good going for a sports, you know, interview and it's all the first team staff that are, you know, interviewing you in effect to give you a role but again they're not going to be working with you day to day would you be better suited you know trying to meet the academy manager or the academy snc coach or whatever it may be if you're applying for that particular role as an example because again if you're working alongside people if you're finding yourself spending most of your week working with people you don't really like and equally as bad as that people are that are not going to give you the support the guidance that you actually need particularly when you're starting out again that might not be the best role for you and then finally number five what support will you give me so this might be cpd dedicated time maybe as a group depending on where you know where you're going to be working it might be one to one you might get cpd allowance you know per year to get access to for you to spend on courses cpd etc subscriptions memberships that type of thing um you need to know what the support is though and if you don't ask then you'll you might never know so don't just assume that you will get help as you know many organizations don't you know so many therapists reach out to me and the reason they feel like they they are not progressing and sometimes need some help is the fact that they don't get you know much if any support in the environment with their sort of current uh, employer because what you don't want is to almost feel like you're being locked behind that clinic door or curtain that you're all alone with no one to reach out to you know if you've got a tricky case in in your clinic or you want some general advice you know 
I would honestly go, and I, and I generally mean this, and I would certainly do the same thing myself you know, in my early career, is you're better off taking less money for a role for for a role that's going to give you a better level of support. So what I'm saying here is, you know, it's better to have, you know, a, a better a supportive network of people around you, working with better people, people that are actually going to spend some time to try and nurture you, to try and help you progress, than it is to maybe take a role that pays you more money, but you're ultimately going to be, be on your own. Because as a new grad, you're so impressionable, and those early, probably two to three years, are the most important time of your career and so many therapists don't use this time well they'll often you know take bad advice they just do what everyone else is doing and they'll be three five years sometimes even 10 years qualified and they're still having the same problems they had when they first graduated whether that's problems with patients you know being unable to find the right diagnosis not really sure how to 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 know to write and actually run through a patient at a full rehab program again you're so impressionable at the start of your career and if you can get the right person the right help and support at this period of your career you can honestly go anywhere that you want to do you already know this but university only teaches you so much and it teaches you enough to get started but your real learning and development comes once you graduate and that's what i'm talking about um, being so impressionable once you start working your growth as a therapist really starts or your non-growth if you're getting the the wrong guidance the wrong help and support so having that right person or persons around you is is vital to your progression and development as a therapist if you don't have someone to turn to you know turn to for help then your early years as a therapist are probably going to be littered with mistakes poor progress with both your clinical skills you know your assessments treatments rehab and also poor career progress so make sure you get the right support you need so just to run through the five questions to ask yourself if your next job is the right one for you number one is this a role i actually want to do number two is this the right job for me right now number three what would progress in the organization look like? Number four, who will I be working with? And number five, what support will you give me? So I hope the content of this short podcast helps you out. As always, if you have any questions, then please reach out to me either on social media or email me directly, andy at newgraphphysio.com. Just before I head away, one of the main reasons therapists reach out to me for help and support is a lack of support in their current environment. So whether that's in sport, their NHS, you know, trust department that they're working or even in private practice. So maybe you feel that you need some help and guidance to know which way to go next with your career. Maybe it's how to improve on your clinical skills, your patient assessments, your hands-on skills and rehab planning. Maybe you'd like someone in your corner that can help mentor you and help you out with those tricky cases in the clinic or help you make those important career decisions. If this sounds like you, then check out my new Grad Physio membership to see if you might be suitable. You can find more information about the membership at newgradphysio.com forward slash membership. Just have a look at the, the information there. It tells you all about the membership, what's included in it and how it can help you out. 
and then to find out if you might be suitable um, if you can fill in the short application form at the bottom of the page hit submit and I'll get back to you as soon as possible to let you know if you might be suitable to join the membership and join the community of student and new grad therapists fast-tracking their clinical and career skills. So thanks again, as always, for listening to the New Grad Physio podcast. Don't hesitate to get in contact if you do have any questions. Don't forget to check out the membership, newgradphysio.com forward slash membership. Thanks for listening to the New Grad Physio podcast. Before you head off, I just wanted to make sure you did not miss this. Alongside his podcast, Andy posts a weekly blog on his website, www.newgradphysio.com. You can access all his blogs and loads more resources like his recent PDF, the five breakthrough steps to confidently treat the shoulder right every time, avoid mistakes and stop you feeling less adequate than other new grads. This is Andy's most popular resource and has already been accessed by thousands of therapists just like you. To get a copy of this PDF or to get more information about Andy's upcoming courses or find out more about his new grad physio membership, head to www.newgradphysio.com. Have a great day and we will catch you on the next podcast episode.